0: You're listening to Cast Iron Shorts.
1: Hello, I'm Andrew Allen.
0: I'm Michelle Donkin.
1: And in this new episode, we are starting something new.
0: Yeah, this is Cast Iron Shorts, which is a short story podcast. It was a podcast idea that we came up with quite a while ago. Um, and we were hoping to produce uh, in the next few months. But what with the world as it is, at the moment, we have decided to bring that forward a little bit and to involve our network of friends and supporters in the creation of short stories.
1: This is the way it works. An hour ago, I didn't have a story. It was not written. We put out the word to you on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on all those sort of medias. We asked for some prompt words. And out of those prompt words, I have uh, written a story and we've recorded it for you. That's what you're going to be listening to. And that's what we're going to be doing time and time again for as long as these interesting times last.
0: Yeah. And um, what we're hoping is that this would be a way for you guys to get some entertainment in your homes and for you to support artists like ourselves by tipping us so... If you like what you're listening to and you enjoyed the story, you can tip us on our PayPal link. Um, that'll be in the show notes. The details are paypal.me forward slash Brighton, And yeah, that's in our show notes as well. So it could be what, like a pound or as much as you like.
1: And feel no pressure to donate at all. You can just listen mm-hmm. and not donate at all. By all means, if you want to share this episode so it gets far and wide, that will be delightful.
0: Yeah. And our aim is to see if this works, to share more stories for as long as we need to. And over the next week or more, more, we're going to be sharing the work of other artists as well. Just providing ways for you to still be part of
1: art. So, I'm going to read you out the prompt words that we received before I started writing the story. And so, they're quite, and we've managed to get all these words in. The words are basket, betrayal, bonkers, lots of B words there. Mm -hmm. Let's see if there's uh, there's words that don't begin with B. Penis, thanks for that. Be careful what you wish for. (laughs) Mermaid, Quacked. I should point out that that's literally quacked, not cracked.
0: Oh, so it's Q, not C. Ah, okay.
1: Um, Heretical. Wow. Lark. Mm -hmm. Confuzzled. Nice. Sausage.
0: Good.
1: Salacious. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And punt. Just in case you panicked, that last word was punt. Okay, well... Thanks for those words. Yeah. Uh, They were... Really, I, When I was writing the story, I had no idea how it ended yeah. and it was fun finding out.
0: And we should say that uh, as we're recording this, it's Sunday the 15th of March and we've had, as you say, an hour or so to, to write.
1: So to really hack that out.
0: <laughs> so we hope you enjoy.
1: Thank you. Love you all. Unfinished Business by Andrew Allen Hannah took a deep breath, screamed quite loudly, threw a cup at the wall where it barely missed her friend Dao and shattered. Hannah then almost immediately felt embarrassed by her behaviour and began to clean up the shards of China. A shop assistant hurried over, ready to admonish her, but stopped at a warning glance from Dao. They didn't come any closer, but they didn't leave either. Be careful you don't cut your feet on that, Dow remarked. I have trodden on a lot worse, Hannah replied, but she took the advice and made sure that she kneeled on the floor a safe distance from the mess she had made. Dow watched but didn't help. It seemed like something that Hannah needed to do on her own. It was clear her temper was still high. I'm guessing there were no help at all, Dowell asked. Hannah stopped picking up the sharp pieces of what used to be a cup and gave a bitter laugh. All their rules and regulations seem solely designed to keep outsiders out, she finished weakly. I must have spent over two hours going over all their documents and I'm still confuzzled. Confused. You too? No, the word is confused, not whatever you just said. Well, that's what I'm saying. English isn't my first language and they should have some sympathy for that. Hannah glanced around to see what she could put the remains of the cup in, and seeing no better option than the shopping basket she was already carrying, dropped them in that. Dow opened her mouth to argue, but the deed was done. It's such a betrayal, you know, Hannah said, getting back up. Dow didn't reply. She had heard this speech, or at least a version of this speech, many times before. For thousands of years, we have fought for the humans. We have protected them, kept their oceans free from harm. And now, just when we need some shelter ourselves... They leave us high and dry, in every sense of the term. Dow still remained quiet. It seemed like there was something more that Hannah needed to say. They've been scrawling abuse on my door again. I saw it when I got back last night. She rubbed an angry fist against her eye, although Dow doubted that Hannah would have allowed herself to cry a single tear. Spray-painted, four feet high, mermaid, mermaid. You have to understand, that's the only word that humans have for people like us. I don't have to understand anything. It's racist. A passing couple in their fifties heard the word, winced, and moved on quickly, as if the word itself had been racist. Hannah considered hurling some choice words at their departing backs, but thought better of it. I just never thought it would be like this, she said softly. When I was a child, the, the world was my oyster, now it's all straight lines and boxes. She pulled up the shopping basket and strode to the cashier. As always, she walked with the air of a woman who has only recently acquired legs and wants to show them off at every opportunity. She apologetically explained about the broken cup and offered to pay for it. The cashier smiled and told her not to worry about it. At this, the other shop assistant, apparently satisfied that Hannah wasn't going to smash up the entire shop, finally retreated. Dow. "'joined Hannah at the counter. "'Are you saying you want to go back?' "'She asked her friend tentatively. "'Hannah shook her head. "'I don't think I had the choice,' she replied sadly. "'They denounced me as soon as they heard "'I wanted to breathe human's air. "'They call me a demon, heretical.' Darrell gave a short, snorting laugh, "'and Hannah looked at her, curious. "'No, I'm sorry,' Daryl explained. "'It's just that women are here didn't get much better treatment. Although they didn't get called demons, they were called witches. They got burned at the stake. Hannah looked at her uncomprehendingly for a moment. That's awful, she said at last. I suppose we should consider it a miracle they didn't try and burn us below as well. Yes, miraculous, Dowell replied. That and all the seawater. That'll be twenty eight pounds eleven pence, the cashier told them. Will you be paid by cash or card? Realisation suddenly dawned on Hannah's face. That's just it. They still haven't given me citizenship. I still don't have any credit. Dow waved her hand in a don't-worry-about-it gesture and tapped her card on the payment device. Oh, did I tell you? Mark came up last month, she said to Hannah. Mark was Dow's brother. He and Hannah had attended the same school and by coincidence they had swum... In the same school. Last month, why haven't I seen him? Hannah exclaimed. Are you kidding? Dow replied with a cynical laugh. He's twenty two, he's new in town, and for the very first time in his life he has a penis. He's going to be busy for a while. Hannah clapped her hand over her ears. I don't want to hear any more, she said, stifling a giggle. She picked up her shopping bags, apologised again for the broken cup, and walked toward the exit. Dow caught up with her still marvelling that nobody really was picking them up about the broken cup. Outside, it was beginning to rain. Both women stopped to enjoy this. There were many assumptions made in the human populace about mermaids, but one that was evidently true was that they enjoyed rainwater. "'The water has returned to us,' Daryl intoned. "'And we shall see it again,' Hannah said, finishing the old prayer. "'Nice water for ducks,' came a voice behind them. "'Hello, Bertie.' said Hannah in a voice that managed to mix impatience with affection. Bertie looked up at them both, rainwater drenched in his feathers. ''I'm glad I found you,'' he quacked. ''The lads back home had been going bonkers.'' Dow crouched down, the better to meet his level. ''Why, what's the matter?'' Bertie honked derisive laughter at her. ''Are you kidding? You run away from home with not even a goodbye message. Not a sausage. All the months later, all kinds of salacious rumours. It's not like that, Bertie, Hannah protested. Once I left home, they wouldn't let me get in touch. I haven't been able to speak to anyone in months. For the first year I was up here, I didn't even have a house. You were stuck in Cambridge, weren't you? Dowell said. I was stuck in Cambridge, Hannah cried. I had to sleep in a... in a punt. They said I'd be okay until May week. I thought I had almost a year. But May week's in June. Nobody tells you about this stuff. All right, all right, calm down, Bertie quacked again, looking upset. I can't calm down. I still don't have citizenship. I'm not a daughter of my birth country. I'm not a sister of this land. The rain was getting heavier. It wasn't Bertie's imagination when both Dow and Hannah appeared stronger. Look, I'll see what I can do, Bertie assured her. I've got lots of friends in high places. Like who? Well, uh, Thomas, for one. Dow laughed. Just a lark. What's he gonna do? Sing us a song? Bertie drew himself up to his full height, which, admittedly, wasn't much. I'll have you know, Thomas's song to save the whales was heard in every ocean. Hannah and Dow had to admit that this was true, although it didn't seem like the time to point out that historically whales have been very capable of singing for themselves. Bertie gave the women a few more promises to try and help them, and they listened. After all, he seemed sincere enough, and they needed all the help they could get. After he left them, the rain began to ease off. Come on, let's get you home, Dal said. Home? Hannah asked. Yes, it's your home for as long as you need it, you know that. We're all in this together, and if they don't give you citizenship today, we'll try again next week, and the week after that. Are you sure about that? That's what friends are for, Dao smiled. Anything I can do to help, just so you can keep your head above water.